Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, an experimental and real play D&D podcast that uses 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. I'm Orion, the DM, and in tonight's episode we have Carson playing Gideon, our human paladin. And in my just like my workman's clothes, I just look like anybody. Now that you met all of my players, we can get on to the podcast. Okay, um, so when last we left, if I remember correctly, Gideon was overhearing all of the chaos of the ha- half prison break um, and had a knife stuck down his the back of his pants and was sitting back down trying yep. to appear uh, as though he's not a threat. Yeah, and then the prison guard who had taken you upstairs to that room had pulled you out of the room and said, hey, someone's going to talk to you. But instead of coming into the room with you, they had just emptied the large room that there had been like a large amount of uh, paralegals and guards. Like I think I'd said there was like three to four dozen people in this room. That room is now empty. As you exit this room and walk into the large room, there is a six foot seven dragonborn in shining gold armor. And on either side of him, a copper dragon. About the same height as him, but then of course twice as long. It, I call them the copper trifecta because there's a copper tra- dragonborn and two copper dragons. And yeah, they're they're young dragons, but they are like they're big enough that you could ride one of them if you wanted to. Are they are they on all fours? Mm, yes, they are on all fours. When they're at rest, do they rest on their haunches and kind of like settle on their on their back legs? Yes. Okay. Basically sitting kind of like a dog sitting up, but their their wings tucked behind them. You walk out, and Airfog, the dragonborn, says, uh, I, I, I'm not going to repeat it exactly, but he basically said, oh, Gideon Morningstar, I've been meaning to have a talk with you. And then, so Airfog is standing there. Kethend is on his left, which is the female. She's a little bit shorter than Airfog, and her body is curled around his back a little bit while Irtos, the male stands to Airfog's right and his body is slightly curled that go in a way that kind of curls behind Kethens. So they're kind of like creating this weird crescent shape around Airfog. You realize this is a huge moment for Gideon, yes? Oh yeah. Gideon has been all about dragons. These are dragons. <laughs> Legit actual dragons. Right here in front of him. Um, I think his, he is a gog. I think his eyes are wide. His jaws a little slack. Um, he was hoping to present a picture of calm uh, and like stoic strength in this moment. Um, but I, I think it gets the better of him a little bit. And, and he stares at them. Um, he, it registers what was said to him uh, that, that he was called by name um and in a moment of clarity uh he shakes his head and and meets uh the dragonborn's gaze uh and tries to play it off as though he was shocked (laughs) about um being known in the city already the dragonborn steps forward and goes so general morningstar well not general anymore from what i've been reading my people have been giving me information since you've come to Vindor. 
your uh, I I think Gideon's going to attempt an interruption um, if there's if there's an organic <laughs> place for a pause and say your people. He he nods. Yes, my people. They've been tracking you since you killed the Grand General of Yarway. <laughs> it seems everybody no is coming. You mm-hmm. It seems everybody expected you to grab power, but instead you spent. Weeks just sitting around and rebuilding an inn. And now I have you here in Durga. We've been keeping an eye on you, but you're not doing much until now. What do you have to say for yourself? Could you elaborate on the until now portion of things? Um, I'm worried there's some misinformation uh, out there surrounding my being in this city, given uh, my cellmate. That was across the way from me. Um, you seem to have a pretty firm grasp on what I've been doing since I've been in the city. I think it's quite boring outside of one uh, foray outside of the city, and I don't know a few appearances in the arena. If that, if you consider that exciting, but yes, for being a grand general of the Commonwealth, your arena appearances have been much less than what I expected. I even watched you fight once, and you went down before any of the other fighters. Well, combat's funny that way sometimes. Mm, Yes, it is. This is not an interrogation. He looks to either side of him at the dragons, and they actually both, they move away from him to either side of you and kind of give you a quick look up and down as they move closer to you. They're probably within, I would say, about five to ten feet now. And the the one on your left like looks like he has a slight grin and like sniffs you real quick. Hmm, smells like piss. I think Gideon growls. Would <laughs> <laughs> that it didn't. It's not mine if that means anything. <laughs> it's not mine. I swear, I just got pissed on. <laughs> pissed on, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> the dragons both sit back on their haunches on either side of you. Can I make a wisdom saving throw? A wisdom saving throw? Is that what yeah. you said? Yes, you can make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> 17. Uh, he keeps his excitement in check. I just, I just imagine you rolling poorly on that and fanboying <laughs> out on the dragons, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Is what it would have been, which would have been fun, but this is good too. <laughs> Gideon is a serious man. These are serious times. <clears throat> yes. He'll, he'll, is there he'll, something... he'll, he'll, he'll geek out about it later. <laughs> uh, you said you needed, or you wanted to speak with me. Is, is there something in particular on your mind? Is there anything I can help you with? He, he steps up to you, and I mean, he's, <laughs> he's nearly a foot taller than you in his resplendent armor while you smell like piss. And I've been sitting in a jail cell for. And in my just like my workman's clothes, I just look like anybody. Yeah. Yep. You look like a normal citizen. I look like anybody in the world. I smell like piss. (laughs) He goes, I don't believe you were involved in what the man downstairs says. But I have a problem where a former general of the Commonwealth is in my city after killing another general of the Commonwealth, and 
I find it very hard to believe that you're just here on a vacation or not working for the Commonwealth. Though, why they would send someone as recognizable as you? So, I can't I'm tell going you. to give you two options. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I always have this moment of, oh man, I really want to make a sarcastic comment about being interrupted, like as the character, and then, or do I just pretend that I wasn't interrupted as the character? Uh, <laughs> Gideon certainly um, didn't intend to interrupt, so play, play it as you will. But. Yeah. I, I, well, it's funny because I like planned this out in my head a little bit, and I, of course, I'm always like, well, I need to make sure this guy is going to come off as somebody who knows command, and he's going to come off as somebody who, like, he's used to being able to order anybody down around. But that's also how Gideon is. I'm like, is this going to end up becoming a contest of wills? Or. <laughs> Um, he goes, I can either have you in prison for the foreseeable future as a prisoner of war with the Commonwealth. I could charge you with what this prisoner down there had claimed you did, and that might start a full-out war with the Commonwealth. Or I can have you do a job for me. Which do you prefer? Well, that's not much of a choice now, is it? Gideon says with a grin. Um, he's been maintaining eye contact. You seem to know, obviously you know more about what's going on than I do. <clears throat> I certainly didn't intend to cause a stir in your city. That's why I, I should have known my reputation would, would precede me. But I, I attempted to take measures to conceal, at the very least, my affiliations, if not my identity. Um, this is, we never really went specifically over this. Gideon has not been using his name in the arena, certainly. He took a, he took a, a, a step to procure armor that would make sure he was not known or that yeah. would take ste steps towards making sure he wasn't affiliated with the Commonwealth. Surely he's not banning his name about the, the arena. Now, somebody with a sharp eye and yeah. the ears to the ground would piece it together no problem. But hopefully there are at least some of the unwashed masses here in Durga who don't know that Gideon is in the city. Um, I feel but, like the majority, the, the, the average everyday person would not know. And even some people in power would probably not know. But if there's people who are aware of the Commonwealth and what they're doing, they're going to be aware of you. Especially since, like, yeah, you've kept your head, like, low but you also did come to this continent and kill a, the Grand General of the Commonwealth City in like the first two days that you were here. <laughs> so a lot of people know who you are. I'm, I'm very interested in the third option. It's obviously the best amongst them. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions you <laughs> yes. have. You would choose the easiest option, wouldn't you? Says the dragon to your right. And the dragon go to your left goes... I don't know if that's the easiest option, but it's definitely the smartest option, so he's not a dumbass from what we can tell. And Airfog looks at both of them and goes, Simmer down, you two, please. Uh, Gideon looks at the dragon that said it was the easiest option. Mm -hmm. The female. The, the the fe right. uh, yes, looks. Uh, uh, you've said their names. I'm sorry, I haven't internalized any of it. That's, that's on me. But he, he looks at the female dragon and says, Hmm. Easier. Uh, now, that's, that's a subjective 
word, especially in situations like this. I'm sure you've met people who would consider sitting in a cell and having their meals provided for them and not having to do anything with their lives as the easier option, as opposed to trying to work their way out of a bad situation. No? She, the dragon, the female dragon, Kethand, cocks her head to the side and goes, sitting in a cell all day seems like the most boring option. That's why I said the easiest option would be to do this job, as he li- as our little Airfog likes to call it. And she uh, chuckles and turns and looks at Airfog. Gideon offers the dragon a, sm- a wry smile and says, Now, actually, I, I kind of like the way you think. Um, my, my apologies. <laughs> Airfog goes, If I can have control of the room again, and you two simmer down, please. Uh, she looks get, pointedly get at Kethand. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you. You hear a snicker from your left side, and the male dragonborn or dragon, uh, like flicks his tail around a bit and kind of hides his face for a second in one of his paws. Talons? Airfog. Mm-hmm. Talons, paws. I don't paws? know. I haven't decided. I kind of picture them being like claws, but they can retract their claws. So it'd be more like a cat's claw, like paw. So the claws can come out fully. But they don't have like paw pads, teeth. though. No, they wouldn't have paw pads. And it, of course, wouldn't be furry. It'd be scales and whatnot. So it wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be a cute, cuddly paw well, pad. Don't, like don't your shut the door puppies. on that entirely because I'm just saying that the fan art would be great. I mean, I'm, sh- I, I mean, I'm all for there being like slightly furry dragons in this world, but, um, <laughs> um, so Airfall goes, sighs, he sighs, and like for a second, his serious generalship like breaks, and he scratches his forehead a little bit, and goes, and then looks back at you, and goes, at this point, your rogue friends have gotten well away from the prison. We were never really going to hold, uh, what's their name? The, the tiefling. Uh, and he looks, he looks over at one of the dragons, and the dragon goes, hey, uh, uh, Haskell, I think it is. Yes, Haskell. We were just waiting to talk to you. With them being a member of the Rogues Guild, they were never really in any real peril, I guess mm. I'll say. I don't know. Gideon You're nods. the one that's causing me the most trouble. You have given me the most headaches and been in the city because it's a matter of security. I never intended <clears throat> to cause trouble. Um, I know my affiliations <clears throat> from my military career will follow me wherever I go. And I hope you can believe this. I am here of my own volition. Um, I'm, I'm willing to tell you anything I know and anything that has happened to me since I was relieved of my duties in the Commonwealth. He looks at you, goes, uh, we, maybe we will sit down and have that chat at a future time. Right now, what I would like for you and your little group to do, check on some developments. You see, there's been cause, oh, how do I put it? There are rumors of forces and towns going dark north of here and i need the three of you or however many there are to to check out this information for me there was a fourth with us when we arrived i don't suppose you know what's happened to him 
No, we haven't seen hide nor uh, hair tail. He's the hair of him for quite some time. It's driving my people a little bit insane that he disappeared so easy. Mm. Yeah, we I have th- been I able to keep track of that. your rogues much easier than keeping track of whoever he was. His name was Ted. Was that it? If I'm perfectly honest, I don't remember either. Well, anyways, if you do this task for me and report back to me, it will be a start to convince me that you're not just a plant from the Commonwealth. You say these towns went dark. Just no communication? There has been no communication, and anyone sent that way has not returned. Well... In my opinion, it's the Commonwealth's doing. And he looks at you and goes, So, I guess what I'm expecting out of this is, if you don't return, then I know you just joined your people again. And if you do return then maybe there's a different plan, and maybe you aren't still with the common. I I am putting this out there very bluntly, because I don't have a lot of time to mince words with you. Well, I do appreciate that you're being straightforward. I, I hope you found me uh, similarly, so um, I'm happy to do this job for you, not only out of, well, frankly, necessity, but it is concerning to me that an entire town, multiple towns, could go dark. Nobody hear from them. The only possible information we have is some pirate rogue or tiefling of some sort that is spreading rumors that they fought a number of wizards and survived. But that's... I don't know how reliable that is. And are are they in Durga? (laughs) They sailed further west before I could apprehend them. But they fought wizards, they say. Yes, they said they fought some wizards. But I do not know how true this is. Well, you obviously know that intelligence is half, if not more, of the battle, so it's not nothing. Um, But bad intelligence can kill troops way easier than no intelligence at all. When it comes to magic, I'd rather have some warning than no warning at all, even if said magic doesn't pan out. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll do this job for you. I'll, I'll gather my companions and um, enlist their aid, and if you don't see me again, it is likely not of my own volition. I mean what I say to you when I say I harbor no ill will to the people of Vinduin. In my opinion, if I don't see you again, then I don't really care, because you won't be here. And that is my number one worry. Take it as you will, but this is me sending you out of the city. Frankly, I'm here because my companions wanted to be here. This obviously isn't really my scene. Um... I'm sorry to have caused you trouble. I'll be on my way just as soon as I can be. Good. He sighs. He goes, that is all that I have to speak with you. Um, If your companions hadn't already gone free, I'd be releasing them right now, but it seems that they have disappeared. (laughs) He kind of chuckles. He goes, you are free to go, raises a hand, and one one of his guards from behind, like, steps forward. My people will make sure that you make it 
out of the prison with no issue, and I'm sure you can find your own way back to your inn. Um, Gideon nods and grins and looks between the two dragons and says, up until this point, I wasn't sure whether to believe the stories or not. You're actually the first two dragons I've ever seen. Uh, the dragon to your left chuckles and goes, Oh, we won't be the last ones you see either. Uh, <laughs> we're all over the place. And then Catherine on your right responds with, Yes, if you're going to head north, you're going to run into a lot of us. Good luck. And then they both stand on their on all fours and like Catherine breathes like a puff of air in your face and then they both start making their way out. Air Fog looks at you and from one general to another. Good luck. And then turns and walks away. <laughs> so Gideon goes to gather his belongings as he's exiting the, the prison? Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't. Um, the, the guard <laughs> goes, uh, you, you like look at the guard and go, where are my belongings? The guard goes, uh, they were stolen by the rogues that broke out of here a little bit ago. <laughs> uh. Oh, except for this, and he hands you a flask. I definitely check to see how much wine is still in the flask. It's empty. <laughs> <sighs> Do you know, did, did one of them drink this before he left? Or did, uh, did, did you, did, and I totally understand, did uh, it disappear? And nobody really know where it went. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it was empty when we got it. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, I had a lovely stay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, he leads you out of the prison, and I'm assuming you just make your way back to the three vamps? I do, and the very first thing I'm doing is checking on my puppy. <laughs> your puppy is fine. Um, <laughs> God. He's actually, he's not even in the room. You walk into the common room, and like, one of oh, the... There's an Earth Genasi playing fetch with a rock with him. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, yep. I, love it. <laughs> I was about to say, the Earth Genasi have him, like, like, one. at least one of them is with him at all times. Some of them are, like, carrying him around the room as they serve, like, <laughs> drinks to people. <laughs> have they taken a shot to him? Oh, they love him. Gideon gets a little sad because the road's no place for a puppy. <laughs> you gotta start training him early. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be the biggest decision for the party. Do we take the puppy with us? <laughs> um. So, well, all- yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go up to the room. Um, I put away my workman's clothes and suit up in my plate mail. Scale mail? Split mail. Split mail. Split mail. And um, I guess I'll ask the Earth Genasi how to get in touch with the Rogues Guild. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I think we we, we can end it there unless, uh, like, I I just have no... Yeah, no, we're gonna end it there. We're gonna end... (laughs) He, uh... But yeah, we're gonna end it there, dude. Giraffe Rig is getting an evolution in the newest games. Have you seen this? Its name is Farigaraf. 
they switched the placement of the G's and the F's in its name. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!